Welcome to Fearless Feminine Leadership, the podcast where we help women become confident rock star leaders. I'm Mandy B. Anderson. And I'm Rachel Perman. We are your hosts, certified coaches, best-selling authors, and the co-founders of Raymond Team, a life and leadership coaching company for women. We know that most female leaders feel like they need more support so they can lead well. Our mission is to help you develop the confidence and wisdom required to weather all of the ups and downs that a leader faces day in and day out. Grab your coffee and let's talk about what it takes to be a fearless feminine leader with emotional strength and resilience. How can I be a fearless feminine leader when my business has sort of taken a backseat due to lost momentum, no clients, etc.? Hello, fearless feminine leader, and welcome back to the show. The question that Rachel just asked was actually one that a client asked us at an event earlier this summer. It's a great question, and we really wanted to dive into the answers with you on the show. Um, mostly because we know that a lot of other female entrepreneurs, even female leaders, are asking that. Mm-hmm. So we're going to share the answers with you um, by sharing with you what we have done when we were in that situation. So we're going to hopefully go through this quickly. Um, <laughs> take good notes. Yes. We're going to throw a lot of suggestions at you of where you can spark momentum again if you are feeling like you are in that lull. Mm-hmm. And just so you know, this lull happens frequently. If you are yeah. listening to this and you are an entrepreneur or a business owner, mm-hmm. we go through moments where the business momentum plummets, yeah. where there's not not clients coming in, where the customers have slowed mm-hmm. down. Like that happens. That's called just business. Even, even to men. Like that yes, is just this a is part not of just the a business female process. business thing. But this this is something we all need to know mm-hmm. is like, what do you do when this happens? Because oftentimes if we don't talk about it as kind of more seasoned business owners, the ones that are coming up behind are like, wait a minute, is this only me? Am I the only person mm-hmm. that can't get clients? Am I the only one that's not, you know, being able to like rock it in this industry? Absolutely not. So here is like Mandy said, quick list of what some of the things that we have done when momentum has um, plunged. And the first one is we got rid of unnecessary expenses. Honestly, Mm -hmm. that is probably a huge one that you can do almost immediately when you start seeing business plummeting Mm -hmm. is get rid of unnecessary expenses. And for us, that was um, we had expensive rent in a downtown space. Um, We had subscriptions that we weren't using anymore. We all sign up for things in business that we don't actually need. And that 30, 40, 50, 70, I mean, if you're paying, you know, higher up in your business at $100 a month, $200 a month, and you're not really using it, mm-hmm. that stuff added up awfully quick. Mm-hmm. Um, when we started just looking at it and be like, you know what, we don't need this, or we could do something else. Um, we did have to look at getting rid of contracted workers mm-hmm. that we could not afford to pay anymore, or we couldn't, um, we could do the job without having to pay mm-hmm. for somebody, it just looked fancy. Um, to have them expensive events. This was a big one for us. It might not. Yeah. It might not. Um, might not be something that you do. But I bet there is something that is bleeding money 
mm-hmm. in your corporation that there is more money going out than coming in. Mm-hmm. And if you don't look at the numbers, you don't know that. Mm-hmm. So that's the first one. Get rid of unnecessary expenses. Yeah. And I think in order to do that, you have to do this second thing. And that is yes. to look in the mirror. I mean, people got to know that we're not going to just give you a list of things that's only right. external. <laughs> right, right. And I think, you know, getting rid of um, unnecessary expenses, that's something you always have to figure out in business mm-hmm. is what aren't you using? Like, make sure you're a good steward of what of the money that you are bringing in. And there are definitely going to be times where your revenue is sustaining what you need for your business to remain. Yeah, but. There might be things that, oh, you are wasting some money on things that you don't need. And mm-hmm. so look at that. Um, and it that doesn't always mean that you have to cut people, right? Like right. I think I heard somebody who said that during the pandemic, that if you were a leader who had to let people go, then you weren't a very good leader. And there's parts of me that is like, wait a minute. And then there's another part of me where I'm like, that's, I can see how that can, can be that. true. Yep. Because I, we have definitely been that way, mm-hmm. right? Like, letting go of contracted workers is just as hard as letting go of employees. Like it's not easy. It's and I heartbreaking. Think it is heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. And I think that is something that um, leaders, unfortunately, have to know, like you have to experience it to go through it. Mm-hmm. But I think you have to experience it while looking in the mirror. Like, because it's it's a part of the process, but it shouldn't be happening all the time. Right. Yeah. Like it shouldn't be a cyclical thing. Right. That like letting go of it could be possible. Be. Yeah. But there's something you're doing. Right. And a <laughs> lot of times causing a problem. It, it might just be that you haven't figured out how to how to make your business sustainable yet. Like mm-hmm. I know that's something that we had to figure out. And so some of the questions that we asked ourselves when we took the time to look in the mirror and really get real about why why has momentum plunged? Is it because we are in that part of the cycle? Like, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of businesses, is, there's a seasonal cycle to it where it's high for so many months and then it takes a dip, but then it comes back up. Mm-hmm. Well, if all of a sudden your dip is never going back up, what is happening? Mm-hmm. Like you have to pay attention to that. And for us, the question that we asked ourselves was what needed to change in our own leadership to turn the ship around? What were the mindsets that were holding us back? What were we refusing to do that we needed to do? And the answer to that one <laughs> was marketing. Turns like, out. That was a huge thing. And um, Rachel, you had kind of added a thought in here I too did. about this, if you yes. want to share it. Um, so I put in here just the part of looking in the mirror. I think we had to get over the idea that we had to look a certain way so others thought we were financially successful. Mm -hmm. Like having the fancy office space downtown and contracted workers when we couldn't even afford to pay ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, I've often said that we spent money to look like we had money, which is not a business thing. You spend money to make money. Mm -hmm. You spend money like you invest into things that you know are going to return a profit in the end. But spending money so you look like you're successful, not a good business idea. I often feel like that one is a double-edged sword because I don't think we were doing it on purpose. No, I I don't think we even knew that. I don't think we knew we were doing it. It was a dream of ours to have a downtown space. Mm -hmm. And there were a lot of, there were a lot of situations around that. that I think it kept us holding on to things that we could have gotten rid of earlier because that meant that the dream was over. Yes. You know what I mean? Like that idea. we failed. Yeah, we failed. Um, so, cause the funny thing is I do remember saying we cannot move back 
to the place that we are literally in right now yeah, where our business is held. Right I said, we cannot move back there because that feels like a step backwards, which is just a nice way to say that just feels like failure and yeah. I can't handle it. Um, turns out I only we just needed a pandemic and, and a year of being at home for me to be like, for the love of God, just get me out yes. of here. Any place, <laughs> any ship in a storm is perfect. And I love right. where we're at. I do but too. at the time... At the time, it was a big ego it felt, trip. It, oh, was a, yeah. it was a big piece of humble pie to swallow. Well, and I think that's what it was. Ego. Yeah, like, it was. A lot of this was... It was a lot of ego. What is our ego holding on mm-hmm. to? Because it looks better than admitting that but, we need to make some big changes. And this question of how can I be a fearless feminine leader when my business has taken a back seat to lost momentum like that takes a lot of humility to ask mm-hmm. right like and there's so much to unpack within that but i think the the you know get rid of unnecessary expenses is an easy first tip to give Absolutely. you yep because it takes the focus off of you mm-hmm. right like when we're asking how do i lead fearlessly in the face of this failure right <laughs> Looking in the mirror is not the answer we want to hear, no. right? So, okay, go through your finances. Figure out where are you bleeding money that you don't have to be spending right now. Mm-hmm. Get rid of that. And then once you feel better about that, right. look in the mirror. Right. Because if you've bought yourself another month, another cushion, then right. you have time to look now, in the mirror. <laughs> now go look in the mirror. And I think that is the thing that we always has, have to do mm-hmm. as leaders, as business owners, as female leaders who are leading, you know, teams, whatever it is, we first have to ask ourselves, okay, how am I contributing to this problem? Yep. And realize that you're not doing it on purpose, Mm -hmm. right? Like so many times it's like, oh, but then they're going to think badly of me. Well, they probably already do because of their own own thing. And they think that, you know, it must be easy to lead. Like people (laughs) who have never led before don't realize. People not in the ring are always going to have something to say. So look in the mirror and figure out, okay, what do I need to do differently? What are the mindsets that I have to fix? And then I think the third thing would be the marketing, marketing, <laughs> marketing, because there were things that we didn't want to do or didn't know how to do in in the way of like, how are we going to phrase it? What are what words are we going to use? Like, what's the problem with Even our marketing? Even like what's the best place to put the money yes. when it comes to marketing? Yeah. Because, you know, we were following certain things that we mm-hmm. felt were the right place to market. I mean, there was one month that I don't even remember what the dollar amount was that we spent on Facebook ads and it did not... It was $600. Right. And I remember because it made me sick because we got nothing from it. Uh, there was not $600. And honestly, when it comes to marketing, we didn't there even are get... certain things that you will put into marketing that you don't see the things back. And we did right. that with a lot of things mm-hmm. that we were bleeding. And that's part of the bleeding money. Like it make is. sure that you are putting money yep. into things that make sense. And for us, we had to go back to like bootstrap marketing. Right. Like what is the kind of well, free or or more budget friendly marketing? Right. Or like I think these days people get so focused on marketing as Facebook ads. Yeah. You know, Instagram ads, Google ads, all these ads on the internet. Radio they, ads. They forget the old school methods that still work. So I think I, I like this question from one of our clients because when she first asked it, we were climbing out of a of a like mm-hmm. losing momentum. I feel like right now we are riding the wave of momentum. But mm-hmm. as I look at our three-month projections, I see a dip coming. Right. And I think 
there's two ways to look at this. One, you can ride the wave and be super excited and stoked and be like, woohoo, I'm back on momentum. Right. But if you don't have the eyes to see the dip is coming, when the dip gets there, right. you will be unprepared because you didn't. When the tide goes out right. and we're not on the wave anymore. You weren't doing anything beforehand. So right now, what we are doing marketing-wise is we are doing a postcard campaign to local businesses. Right. This is something we have never done before. Not once. Not once in eight years. We've done something similar, but it was Something wasn't. similar, but yep. not even... I mean, and we used to think that that wasn't effective until I really started looking at the books. And I'm like, okay, that event that year was the biggest event we ever had. And mm -hmm. it's the only time we've done like snail mail marketing right. of any sort. And so it works. It just doesn't feel like it works. Why? Because you're not getting the likes. You're not getting the comments. You're not getting the shares. You're not getting instant gratification. Oh, there, there's a whole like podcast episode on instant gratification when it comes to marketing. Because right? honestly, and I was, I was thinking this as you were talking about it too. And I don't know who says it, mm -hmm. but like there's that idea of what you did 90 days be yes, before. Yes, I think it's just a marketing your, Yeah, I think it's just a marketing truth somewhere yep. somebody said it. Um, whatever you're doing for for marketing, you're going to see the 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 growth of that 90 days mm -hmm. later. So when you were talking about like riding the wave, like whatever we're doing right now is going to yep. make sure that even if there is a dip, it's not going to be like a complete fall off like the face right. of the earth dip. Like, oh, oops, we never even saw this coming. And that was a, a common thing that we did. It did. Back in the day, it was like, yep. oh, it's exciting. We have money in our checkbook. We don't have to do anything. And then all of a sudden... We'd see this dip because, you know, clearly right. our checkbook was showing a dip and then we would quickly start marketing again. Yep. We're trying to not do that. And instead, well, and the thing about that market instead of dip marketing that led us to burnout every time. Oh, yeah. Because when we were in the dip, then all of a sudden we'd be like, oh, no, we got to get ourselves out of it. And then we would quickly put together a very small event mm -hmm. that would bring in just enough to help us get back on track. Right. But it didn't actually sustain or or like grow our momentum after that. Like, right. And if that failed, we were in the hurt bag. Mm -hmm. So I think like... Okay, if you're asking yourself, how did I get here? I thought I was leading fearlessly <laughs> right. and I had this big momentum and now there's nothing. What, like, the first question to ask yourself is, what was I doing 90 days ago, mm -hmm. 60 days ago, 30 days ago to market? Right. Because most of the time, small businesses get sidetracked by all of the business coming in. And they focus on that. And then when it's done, they're left with no more clients because they forgot to market while they were bringing in that business. Right. You actually have to do both. You have to do both. Out. Yes. Yeah. And so along with the marketing is networking. I was going to say, these these two that you have written down here go together. They, yeah, they do. They definitely go together. Because networking is also that slow mm -hmm. way of marketing. Like, it is. People don't know you exist if you don't go out into the world. And you guys, the world is bigger than social media. Mm -hmm. Like wherever you are planted, if you're a small business owner, if you're an entrepreneur, your, your, your town, your city, wherever you mm -hmm. live, those are still your people. Like, they are. <laughs> and you have to network to the people that are around you and not just mm -hmm. on Instagram or just on Facebook right. or just on whatever. Because do you know, you can be successful, wildly successful and even wealthy without being an influencer. Turns out, yeah, like you don't have to believe the hype that you need you to have like thousands of people and to be successful. 
internet marketing has become the introverts like holy grail because we're so excited about the fact that we can get online and we can we don't even have to be put together we can just do it and just our thumbs can do the talk we don't even right. have to speak we can have our <laughs> thumbs do the talking like when we're tired we can right. just sit there and market online woohoo we did it but if you're not out networking and building relationships and I am speaking to myself right now. I was going to say, she's speaking to both of us uh, yeah. because we have done this. And every, like, for I was at a, a whole different networking meeting this morning that I really enjoyed. And the person who invited me was so excited that I was there. Mm-hmm. She's been a client of ours before. She's becoming a friend of mine. Like, the, it, it was just a lot of fun. And I realized I need this. And I know we've talked about this on and off on the podcast through the last six months or more. And... Like, I need to be out with people, not every day, all day, mm-hmm. but I need to have some of that or else I start to die inside. Because right. on the days where like Tuesdays and Thursdays, I work from home and we have clients. And if we don't have clients, then I'm working on website projects or marketing right. projects yep. or all these things, which are usually by myself because then you're at your home office. Like, mm-hmm. and And as women, we need to make sure that we are networking and building relationships too. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's where it's going to happen. Hey, leader, let's take a quick break to talk about something important. Every leader needs someone to discuss ideas with and someone to challenge them to grow. Studies show that 67% of female leaders feel like they need more support than what they get on the job to build their confidence so that they feel like a leader. Our brand new Rockstar Leaders membership is that support that you've been waiting for. This is your chance to get monthly guidance and accountability from Raymond team coaches and mentors that are in your corner. So Mandy, what do they get each month? So every month you're going to get a short leadership training video to keep your mindset sharp and your hope alive. You're also going to get a 60-minute group coaching call with one of us to ask questions and get feedback. You'll also get weekly accountability, a monthly personal growth plan, and community connection for real-time help without the drama of a Facebook group. That's my favorite part. (laughs) This community is laser-focused and conveniently designed in your own coaching community located right on our website, or you can use the Kajabi app. It's so super simple. You can join now for $97 a month at the link in the show notes. Okay, let's get back to the show. And it turns out you can't just introvert on the internet um, and just show up with your thumbs and sell either. Like that's also a lesson we've had to learn. Yes. Like just being consistent on getting a story out there mm-hmm. and using your thumbs, but not actually building relationships or getting to know people um, doesn't work on the internet. No. Either. Just putting content out into the internet world does not a business make. No. Does not money make. And mm-hmm. turns out, guys, if you didn't know you this, you have it. to have money to be a business. You have yes. to sell to be a business. You have to mm-hmm. do both of these. And that's where marketing and networking come in. And it is not fast. It is not fun. It doesn't look fancy. Mm-hmm. It is fun, actually, when you find the right places and you get yeah. out of your comfort zone. Um, but yeah, it's it makes such a difference. So last spring, when we were really in a dip mm-hmm. and we had some events that didn't pan out, we had some programs that we 
they weren't 100% flops, but they were case studies because we only had a few people in them. And so it was a great way to help people, but also learn some things. And while we were doing all of that, practice content, make sure the content was all ready for... While we were doing all that, we were also going to different networking groups to try them out. Mm -hmm. We were... um, I sent... I don't know. I did an entire mail campaign to a certain industry just in our area. Yep. And sent out like, I don't know, 30 to 50 letters introducing ourselves to to a very niche specific... uh, Or just a specific niche in in our area. I don't know that... Like, if you judge the the success rate on that by how many of those people came into an event from it it was not successful mm-hmm. on the other hand though it was introducing 50 more people to what right. we do right and so i don't know how we're going to like how that is going to how those seeds are going to grow mm-hmm. but i know they were planted and so that's the thing like sending out mail campaigns still works and it's going to feel unfruitful yes you don't know what seeds are being planted or watered because mm-hmm. somebody has, you know, saw your ad on the internet or saw this ad in a magazine and now two right. and two are coming together and now they've listened to a podcast episode and now they're like, right. oh my gosh, we should hire them. Right. Like, oh, I've seen this before. Yeah. I've heard of this. And they don't even really mm-hmm. always know why. That's how you know your marketing is good too, is that you're in so many different places yeah. that they know they've heard of you. And that is, those are the kind of people that you want because those are the mm-hmm. clients that stay around. Yeah, those are the clients that were invested. Those are the clients who are like, "Hey, I have seen this in a lot of different places. I'm going to read their mm-hmm. blog post. I'm going to jump into their podcast and just see what this is all about." Because it's very rare to get a client that just jumps in and knew nothing about you. I think right. that's happened what less than a handful of times in eight years. Very rarely. Um, or saw a Facebook ad and they yep. knew nothing about us beforehand. That's not usually how clients stay no. with us long term. And those are your best clients. That's right. what makes the revenue not have the jumps yes. up and down or the peaks and the valleys. And that's, that's I think, where that mm-hmm. marketing and that networking has really come in for us as we get these long-term mm-hmm. people that are invested. Oh, yeah. One of our clients right now, one of our corporate clients, actually came from a 2018 connection I made in a six-month leadership program for women. Yeah. And we've worked with them, with with her two, her two different businesses on and off since 2020. Mm-hmm. And so you just never know how that's going to happen. And you have to make those relationship connections. Yep. Um, I would say the last thing that we did was we worked with a coach. Yes. This is a big one. When your momentum is going down and you can't figure it out and you're like, how do I, how do I lead fearlessly Mm -hmm. when business slows down, when my momentum is plunging so much that I'm not even sure I have a business anymore. Right. Um, working with a coach is what to do. And that's going to sound counterproductive because you're like, how am I going to afford a coach? I was to just work gonna with? Say, it's going to be those times when you want, yep. you need to invest in your skills, but there's no money. Like, and then you there's make no, it, there's no magic money sitting no magic in a savings money. account somewhere being like, this is your yep. money to go find. And we went very specific. You guys, we did because we knew that. So if it is time to hire we a coach, spent thousands. Yes, we did. Of both dollars, of us. Both yep. of us. And when we say both of us, we personally spent that. That mm-hmm. was not something in our business that we could fit because business was plummeting. Right. So we <laughs> we needed to figure but it we out. We also knew very specifically what the what we needed to get mm-hmm. trained on. Like what was the problem with the marketing mm-hmm. that it was like falling on deaf ears? Yes. That it wasn't like the dollars were not being spent wisely because 
mm-hmm. there was a skill missing when it came to how we were talking yes. to our ideal client or were we even talking to our right. ideal client? So we went very specific we and very... that helped a ton. Like when mm-hmm. you know what the problem is then you can find a coach that can help you with that specific mm-hmm. problem and you don't have to stay with them forever. Right. You can if you want to, mm-hmm. like, you know, invest in a few different programs. But um, and that's kind of how we did it too. We kind of yeah. started with some little programs and made sure that this was the right coach yep. for us. And um that when you look at what were you doing 90 days ago or mm-hmm. even, you know, six months ago, um, that's what we were doing. And yeah. I think that's made a huge it's improvement. It's made a huge difference now because, and I texted this to our coach mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago. I was like, hey, um, so a funny thing is happening. Uh, our clients are not coming from Instagram right now. They're coming from corporate connections that we've made because the biggest thing I got I, I don't know what you got. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. going to speak for you. Yep. But I said, and I said that to her because Rachel and I worked with this coach. Um, it was actually Lindsay Nadler. And we worked with her um, in the same program, but we each went through it at a different time. So we were not in it together. And I think that was actually- We did that on purpose. We did that on purpose. Yep. I think it was really smart. Um, and I just told her, I said, I can't speak for Rachel, but for me, like, we'll just tell you guys, the biggest problem with our marketing is we were trying to get leadership- coaching clients and corporate clients. And we didn't talk about leadership ever. <laughs> and if you go back far enough, you can see this. You, can you see will see it. the train wreck. You it's can see fine. it on Instagram. It's a great thing about Instagram. <laughs> you can see the growth. You can see it. And what we started doing is we like one of the best things she told us was leadership, leadership, leadership. You're going to get sick of talking about leadership, but mm-hmm. leadership, leadership, leadership. And um, that got me way more comfortable. Mm-hmm. about talking about leadership. It got me comfortable about pitching leadership services. Yep. It gave us an entire new breath of clarity mm-hmm. on our membership. Yeah. On, it also made us get rid of so, so many, many things. things. <laughs> um it helped us get it helped me get clarity too on okay the curriculum that we have, mm-hmm. right? Like the leadership principles for her series, which is what it was called before, that is now being rebranded into our total Rama Foundations leadership curriculum that you're going to hear about in a podcast episode in a couple of weeks. But um, you can go to the website right now mm-hmm. or you can go to RamaFoundations.com if you're super curious. But this is a program that we have wanted to design for years and we've actually been doing it for years. We just never put it together right. as one thing. <laughs> right. And it was actually the first thing we came out with is. when we rebranded we, our company. Yeah. And then we like just silenced it for like a couple we, years. We had it as a course and it did really well mm-hmm. for the first ever course that we did. And then things started getting hard and the pandemic happened. And I don't know what happened. We lost our We all brains. got sad. We all got we sad. <laughs> we were just clinging on for dear life. And so bringing it back like this and starting our very first certification for coaches like so excited excited about that (laughs) um you can learn more about that at ramafoundations.com how you're going to become a certified rama foundations coach in 2023 but these are all the things that we did when momentum plunged Mm -hmm. like we, yeah, we were tired. We were burnt out. We were weary. We were all these things. We were questioning all these things, but we, we did all of this. Mm-hmm. And I think in the midst of that, we found our spark again. 
Oh, because yeah. we worked with a coach. I mean, honestly, I don't know that we would have found it without that. I'm um, certain we wouldn't absolutely have. Absolutely not. I think the thing for me that that really stuck out is I was telling so, you know, there's always that that thing where telling a story when it comes mm-hmm. to your selling is always like the more powerful. If you can tie in your story to what it is that you're marketing um, or, you know, a lesson that you've learned or anything like that, it's more powerful to sell, especially on things like social media. And I was telling some old stories to some old titles that I didn't want to have anymore, but they were the most comfortable ones to wear because I didn't feel... and it. it it was because I wasn't sure what we were doing, partly, mm-hmm. but like trading in marriage coach for leadership coach mm-hmm. and figuring out that the stories I was telling about that, who I was then, um, don't have to keep being told. Mm-hmm. And the ones that were important, moving them into what did I learn as a leader because mm-hmm. of this? What did I learn for, you know, like the resilience and the authenticity and the things that we teach in Rama Foundations, turning those stories into leadership stories and not, hey, I'm going to help you rescue your relationship, which I still do. And I still love mm-hmm. helping couples do that. Um, but that's not that. That's what she helped me with was mm-hmm. that clarity of the same things that qualified me to be that person are still there. And some of the stories I had never told um, when it came to leadership and business were what she brought out. You have a me. lot of great stories that you've never told I had before. no idea. They so were all in there. Mm-hmm. And um, tying those into this marketing of leadership and, and like being able to, you know, write curriculum and all of this stuff that I've done in the past. And it kind of ties it a little bit into even like last week's episode of the insecurities. And like, I wanted to be 100% qualified and I felt like everything I had done up to that point didn't somehow qualify me for mm-hmm. that. And I had to have a coach talk me through those insecurities and bring that out um, so I could see it and do something mm-hmm. about it. Well, we get so stuck in those old narratives and it was right? comfortable. It was what we knew. It, it was, was totally comfortable. I, I look at the company we started out as, mm-hmm. as Big Blue Couch Coaching, and I'm so glad we changed the name because it's so it's hard to say now. such a tongue twister. Um, but it... I mean, that was born out of a season of our lives where we created this sisterhood. Mm-hmm. And yes, there was a lot of leadership within that. Yep. That and we was, needed it at that point. It was our training ground. And there were a lot of great things that that were built then. We met amazing clients that we still get to work with today. Mm-hmm. And I think now, though, I'm, I'm proud of who we are. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of the fearless feminine leaders we've become as Rayma Team. Right. Because... There were so many moments where we could have given up when the momentum plunged. And some women do. And you might be listening to this and you're like, I totally have. I right. Momentum plunged. I gave up. And now I'm kicking myself. We totally have. We both have had right. a lot of companies that we have tried to start before this one before, that we have given yeah. up on. Because Mandy is no longer a wedding planner. I don't do sugar scrubs no. anymore. <laughs> there are many things, so many things that we don't do. <laughs> and I think that's the thing. Like, it's all a growth process, right? How do you get to the big dream, whatever that is for you? Mm-hmm. You don't give up when momentum stops. That's really it. Like, if you... You I get think, scrappy. <laughs> you get scrappy. One of my favorite... Uh, inspirational stories about this as we close is um, 
Beth Moore's book, is it Chasing Vines? Mm -hmm. What is that what it's called? The only book I read in 2020, you guys. I couldn't read anything else. It was so (laughs) good. And if you don't know Beth Moore's story, go look it up because we don't have the time to tell you. But basically, she got ostracized in the faith community for some um, points of view and for standing up for some things that were very wrong. And um, she talks about how she was going to keep doing her ministry, even if she had to go get a, a part-time job or a full-time job. Mm -hmm. Like even if they had to go get other jobs, they were still going to keep this mission because they believed in it so much. And I think that's something as women, we need to be okay with that. If you're in that season where you're like, Hey, I started this business. It was going okay Mm -hmm. for a while. Like I'm not even like, I think the ones who you're like, it was going amazing. And then I burnt out. That's a different story. That is a different story. But this is like, Hey, it was doing okay. And momentum was happening. And then all of a sudden it plunged out of nowhere, probably because you weren't doing the marketing. <laughs> um, but like, how do you how do you wrestle with that? Right. right. How, I think that's the get scrappy thing. There have been the times scrappy thing. that you have had to get a job to like sustain this thing yeah. happening here. We have literally gone without mm-hmm. paychecks for years or small paychecks um, so that the business could grow. Mm-hmm. That's part of getting scrappy. It is. And that is all part of this. What do you do when mm-hmm. momentum plunges because I that's think, what Beth Moore did. She got scrappy. Okay. And she figured it out. So I don't know if you've ever done this. I don't know how I found it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but I'm just gonna I'm just gonna call it. I did a Google search. Okay. One time about myself. You searched for your, your I searched name? for myself. I might have searched I for have our done company. It once to see what came up about my ex husband and my old name because okay. I don't want them on the first page of right, Google. Yeah, no, they're not anymore, they're not. which is great. <laughs> but here's the thing. I don't know what I was searching, but there is something out there that tells you how much money I make. Okay? Really? I am going to tell you right now, it's wrong. <laughs> okay? It looks as though I'm almost a millionaire, <gasps> according to oh, this. Oh, that's nice. So if you have searched us and you're like, how much are these gals at Raymond team making? I'm going to tell you right now at this point in time on October, you know, we're in October 2022. Yes. That's wrong. We are nowhere near that. Mm -mm. And so I want you to know we are not talking. I don't even think if you add up the last eight years, we're we're close. It was like at nine hundred thousand dollars. And I'm just like, hmm, Hmm. cool. That would be nice to have that in the bank account somewhere. (laughs) I'm just like and and now I'm kind of like maybe one day. Right. It's coming. But we have not even scratched the surface of what's possible yet. And so I want you to know we are not talking to you from the standpoint of making all the money and being fully sustainable. We are still in the growing process. Mm -hmm. And we still have moments where momentum plunges. And you can sit there and beat yourself up and try to find the answer. But if you don't start marketing and looking in the mirror and doing all these other things that we've suggested today, you will fail. Mm Mm-hmm. You will be done as the business That's the you truth. currently Somebody are. Somebody has to tell you that, and we will we will tell right. you the hard truth. We will tell you the hard truth because we want you to succeed. We want you to not internalize this so much mm-hmm. that you actually don't grow from it. Right. It turns into an insecurity, and then you got to go back to last right. week's podcast and keep exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, if this is resonating with you on any level, and you are ready to grow your skills in your ability to lead fearlessly in those moments when momentum plunges and you're like, okay, but I don't have thousands of dollars to put into coaching. Okay, then here's the easy answer to work with us. Get into the Rockstar Leaders membership. Trust me when I say it is the most affordable way for you to work with us. And 
you can still grow. Like you will get what you put into this. So if you want to be in there asking us questions a couple times a week, do it. We will answer you. It's not even on Facebook. We have put that together strategically this time because we are sick of getting sidetracked by social media. Yeah. So instead, we've created a membership where you can go in. It's completely private. Nobody will accidentally see it because you posted it in the wrong group thinking that you're in something else. It's all completely private because we want to help you become the rock star, fearless feminine leader you're designed to be. So go to the show notes to find the link to join today. And we will see you on the next episode. Binge this podcast episode. Binge all the episodes if you are like dying inside and you just need some hope because that's what we're here for. And we will see you on the next episode. Hey, leader, here's a few things to think about and take action on before you scroll to the next episode in your podcast lineup for the day. First, thanks for listening to the show. If you enjoyed this episode, tell us by leaving a five-star review. We love hearing from our pod squad. And while you're at it, let us know what kind of topics you want to hear in the future. Now, if you didn't like the show, don't review it. Just move along and know we wish you well. Next, as certified life and leadership coaches, our job is to help you get from where you are now to where you want to be. So where do you want to be? Whether you want to be a stronger, healthier, rock star leader, or you want to have a powerful speaker at your next conference, Rayma Team is your answer. Here's three ways to work with us. Number one, private coaching with either one of us is the highest level of support and accountability that we offer to help you see results quickly. You can apply and pick your coach at the link in our show notes. Number two is join the brand new Rockstar Leaders membership for monthly support and leadership development. You can get started at the link in the show notes. And number three, hire us to speak at your next team training or event. You can hire us as a team or individually. DM us on Instagram for a customized proposal or check out the speaking page on our website at www.raymateam.com. That's R-A-Y-M-A-T-E-A-M.com. Okay, that's all for now. So carry on with your podcast lineup. Have a great day and we'll see you on the next episode.